Do you ever wonder if they still love you? Better yet, do you wonder if you love them? Episode 16 gives you seven signs that help you determine whether it's love, comfort, or fear. The Shit I Know Now is a podcast intentionally designed to get in your head. In this corner of the World Wide Web, me, T, your host, I muster up the audacity to go where no one else has dared to go, inside your head. Each episode, we take a risky dive to uncover the real reasons why we walk the walk and talk the talks we do. Fear are sure to rise as I shed light on your limited beliefs and uncover the real reasons why you're not living your best life. I hope you're tuned in, tapped in, and ready to go, because I am. I'll catch you after the show. So what's good, gang? Are you tuned in, tapped in, and ready to go? It's your girl, T, and you're listening to The Shit I Know Now. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? What's good, beautiful people? It is your girl, T. This is The Shit I Know Now. You already know what you're listening to. And we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. Big shout out to Riri. For the pregnancy, yes, but for giving, for giving the real ones a shot. And shout out to the real ones, you know. Shout out to the ones that are starting their brand from the ground. Shout out to the ones that's building their wealth and saving their monies and making a better change for their family. You know, shout out to them. Riri got a lot of power, you know. That's a powerful woman, you know what I'm saying? Like, she, she married or dated princesses and all this other stuff and princes, prince, princes, princes of other countries and all that. So for her to find love and, and just the, you know, the basic and... And I don't even mean to say that because ASAP is not basic, but yeah, 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 I got the vibes, you know, like she, she's definitely a powerful woman and she found love, you know, she found love in the, what's the song say? She found love in the, in the strangest place in the, in the darkest place. Yeah, that, that place. Really found it. Shout out to her. Shout out to ASAP. I can't wait to see that relationship flourish. <laughs> Yeah, moving right along. Thank you for being here. I hope that your day is going beautiful and that you found some joy in it. And and however you've um, passed it, if you guys are just waking up, I bid you a great morning. And if you're going to sleep, I bid you a good night. And if it's just, just if it's just the middle of the day, then I just hope you're enjoying your afternoon and just not stressing the rest of it, right? Because remember, none of it really matters. So yeah, I guess there's big stuff that matters, you know, but we don't we don't talk about that on this side of the corner, you know. In this side of the map, we believe that what we put our thoughts into is what manifests. So we're not gonna spend our time focusing on the bad that's going on out there. Cause yes, you know, we're gonna send our prayers and wish for the best and hope hope for shit to just, you know, ride over. Like what the fuck? What else we gonna do? Stay here and worry about shit? Like I mean I mean you can, you know, and shout out to you if you are worried about shit. Because you're not wrong, you know, you have enough reason to worry and enough shit has happened in your life that has led you to where you are right now that makes you worry, you know, so I'm not here to, to shit on that, I'm not here to, to make that a bad thing, not at all, you know, you are who you are, um, and I hope that however you're feeling about it isn't driving the rest of your peers and family crazy, because shit... I feel a little raspy today. I feel a little raspy, guys. I'm always looking for somebody to come up here and share their views with me, and I get it. Sorry, Nugget is here. <laughs> Nugget is in the building. But I also like that about the title. I like that um that you don't know you know what I'm gonna say. But yeah, nevertheless, the shit I know now is a little bit more intense than what you would thought it would have been, right? And and I get it. Like I'm here, like 
creeping into your subconscious, creeping into those dark thoughts that you don't, you're not even aware you're having, you know, and here I come and I'm making, <laughs> I'm shedding light on some shit, you know, um, and a lot of you guys, consistent followers, I see it, I see it, I see like, it's a, it's a steady number, you know, so I see the steady number, so I know that there are people that are just consistently listening to me, like, so that's what's up, shout out to that, you know, that's what I'm here for. I'm all for it, and I'm happy that, um, I'm happy to be here, man, I'm happy to be here, and sometimes it's hard for me to be here, you know, because I like to present myself authentically, that's, that's who I am. You know, I like to be transparent. I don't like to be anything other than, than who I am. And that's something that I've been working on for a very long time because, you know, society conditions us not to be who we are, to be who we're supposed to be for them. You know, get the job and behave and be a lady, you know. Um, historically, we gave etiquette classes to women, right, to teach them how to behave. Like, we legitimately <laughs> had etiquette classes for women because women... We're supposed to actually model a certain behavior. Like there was no individuality amongst women for a very long time in society. So yeah, you know, uh, being yourself and accepting who you are, it is, it's a, it's a big fucking deal. It's not something <laughs> to be um, overlooked or, or underappreciated in any way. I'm going to be honest, dating ain't for the week. Like, I, I legit get why some of y'all, like, tapped out quick, picked up the first person, and stayed with them for the rest of your life. Like, I get it, because dating ain't for the week. Like, not everybody's cut out for this life like this right here. Like, I get it. You know, married life has its own challenges as well. We're not going to take anything away from married life, but this shit right here, this shit right here, let me tell you something, uh-uh. Like we could take we could take a survey and I guarantee you not half of y'all even been single. Most of y'all been in relationships longer than y'all been alive. Does that make sense? Most of y'all, let me say that again. I'm excited because I got a good point to make. Hold up. Most of y'all been in a relationship longer than your adulthood. There you go. There you go. Most of y'all been in a relationship longer than in adulthood. Most of y'all didn't even grow up by yourselves. Most of y'all didn't even get to know each other before you went out and had kids. Not to say that it was bad. You brought people into this world and it was meant to be here. So everybody take a seat, relax, park your cars. You did what you did, you know. But the point of it is that this shit right here, this single life, this dating life, this getting to know people, this... This, this this is the juice right here. Like, this, this is not for the week. This is not for the week. Not at all. Like, you, let me, yo, when I meet a single person, like, yo, it's like, yo, you've been single for how long? For five years? For five years. Like, we got stories. Like, we got stories. Like, day one is usually just stories. Like, yo, tell me all your fucked up days. I'm going to tell you all my fucked up days. And we be saying this and all my fucked up days. Because this shit right here. This shit ain't for the week. I'm gonna be honest with you. This this dating shit, y'all ain't got nothing on a single bitch. Like I'm telling y'all right now, married people, y'all cooking the same meals, sleeping. Like y'all don't know nothing about having sex. Yo, having sex with different people, you gotta figure out what a different person likes. And, like it depending on, on how you know. I'm not you know. I'm like, uh-uh. But I'm just saying, like this shit ain't for the week. Y'all only gotta please one person. Y'all figure that out quick. Y'all figure y'all figure one person out quick. And I get it. 
yeah, life does get boring. I, do, I, do, I definitely get it. But that's why y'all have kids and y'all do other things, you know? Like, there's other things that happen. But this shit right here, I got stories. And the most exciting part is literally, like, when you sit back and you're like, damn, I wonder what my husband's going to look like. Like, legit, because it's been... Like, I can't predict it. I can't predict who I'm going to date. Like, I can't predict what my next boyfriend's going to look like. I cannot predict it because there are so many people out here. Like, there's so many people in the world. Like, oh, my God. And then, I, you know, I live in a place like New York City where it's like a melting pot. So, I get it all. If you didn't eat your Wheaties, you know what I'm saying, stay in your relationships. And I get it. Why people, it's a scary world. It's, well, first of all, you got the finances that are scary, right? So the first thing is the finances, right? You got to figure out how to fend for yourself. And lucky that you, you know, I never use that as an excuse because I've always been independent. There, a lot of times it is that you're attached to, to the relationship. You're attached to having someone to fall back on. You're like, it's, it gives you peace knowing that your problems are not only your problems, your problems belong to someone else too. You guys are sharing them. And it's a beautiful thing. You know, of course that's security, but only if you're doing it with the right person. Some people use that as manipulation. It's like, now nah, you're never going to leave because you can't leave. Like you've, and, and they let you do that, right? They let you fall so deep, so deep in. Yeah, babe, send me all your money. I'll pay all the bills. Yeah, the whole chat. Like I know people that legit, and I'm not taught. Listen, I know my girlfriend's going to be like, shut up. I, I mean, it's like, I can, I can. But the truth is, is that this is real shit. This is the shit that I know now. The shit that I know now is that you need to pay your own bills. Because y'all handing over them checks to whoever it is. Because I know some dudes that, that collect the check from the woman. I'm not, you know, this is this is a gender-free show right here. You know, like, if it don't apply, let it fly, let it fly. But handing over that check for somebody else to pay your bills is the fastest way for you to get got. Like, <laughs> you done in all sorts of ways. Besides the fact that you never have money. Besides that, you don't know how to budget. Like, how do you move on? Like, how do, like, that has to be so scary because everything you did was codependent on someone else. You never learned how to cook, right? You didn't, you didn't fucking cook the weekends. You didn't do nothing. All you learned how to do was put a fucking barbecue on the grill, put a chicken on the grill, and, and, and your bitch had to season it or your dude had to season it. Like, well, it, you, you learn nothing. You spend 20-something years with somebody. This single life? Let me tell you how YouTube has the ability to make everyone a fucking chef. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the people that you, the outfits, the, the styles, like, you literally have the opportunity to reinvent yourself every single day. Every single day. You just got to keep up with your shit. Like, you just got to keep up with it. But it, it could be fun, you know, depending on, on how you see it. But at the end of the day, if you're not, if you're not secure, if you're not sure of what it is that you want, it is so easy to end up with the wrong person. An energy vampire, right? Because you're out here looking for love and you're scared and people fucking smell that shit. You got to be a beast. You got to be a beast. <laughs> this episode is for my single people, okay? You got to be a beast out here. You got to show no fear. Because at the end of the day, you know that there's nothing to fear. Like, once you've been single for a certain amount of time, it's like, you got this. Like, what is it that they could do? Like, let me tell you something. I'm a G. Like, what you, sir? Sir? Like, what are you telling me to do right now, sir? Several seats Everyone takes several seats Like remember who you are Remember what you're here to do You know what I'm saying You're here to have fun If you, if you need So you're here to have fun It's what had a good time So if you're on a date And you're not having a good time Take your punk ass home Like go home 
You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you know, at the end of the day, I'm definitely not knocking anyone. Shout out to all my married people and shout out to my single people and just know that this life right here, if you single over 35, this shit right here is only for the strong. Don't ever look at a single woman or a single man and think that that person is weak because they... I don't know why y'all would even think it's weak, but let me tell you, to wake up alone, that cause, that that takes strength. All the strength in the world to wake up alone every day and all the strength in the world to go to sleep every day alone. That falling asleep with someone that don't even love you or falling asleep with the person you've been falling, the same person that y'all ain't even got no respect for each other, then they curse each other out and all that. That's for the weak. That's simple. Anybody could have done that. You put yourself first and you take your punk ass to sleep every night alone and you worry about your bills alone. And you get dressed alone and you find your own motivation alone, that's strength. And at the end of the day, we're not comparing situations because everyone has their own story. And not everyone that goes to sleep with someone every day is because they're weak. And some people literally don't have the strength to leave. You know, some people really don't know how to leave. And it may be, yes, because you become codependent, because you've become attached to the person. And yeah, well, I could speak lightly of it and crack some jokes. At the end of the day, it's not funny. At the end of the day, no one understands your situation either. Like, I get it. You know, I, I poke you know jokes at it because i was just going through a situation over here on my side and i'm like this motherfucker must think i'm stupid but that's not to say that i don't that i don't see the other side you know that we everyone has a different story and we're not here to compare stories and there's strength in everyone's story absolutely there's strength in staying because <sighs> the ability to put yourself aside for someone else it's I wouldn't say it's the smartest thing, but it, it's a thing. It's something to be accounted for. Putting your own happiness aside, that's selflessness. And that's a big trait. That's a big, beautiful trait to have as well. And so, you know, some people might see it like, oh, you're stupid because you're not making yourself happy. And usually those are the people that you're telling your story to. Like, you know, your friends get tired of hearing it, your girlfriends or whatever. Everyone gets tired of hearing the same shit. So eventually they're going to tell you something like, oh, my God, you know, like, you know, put yourself first and be different because they want to hear you different and they want to feel you in a different space. But the fact that you stay, the fact that, you know, people do selfless things every day, they stay with a sick person because they have to stay. You know, yeah, you can get up and leave and put yourself first, but sometimes it's not always about putting yourself first, you know, and that is the other side of the coin. You know, sometimes kids are important, you know, and while, yeah, we can have an argument and say, oh, the kids see you arguing, the kids know you're not happy, and it's all very true, but I guess it's all kind of traumatizing either way, you know? Do you stay and they see you miserable and they see you, you know, fucking, they, they you know, you're teaching them lessons by staying. Or do you go and they get traumatized by that too? And God knows what other doors you open when that happens. So it's, it, there's, there's, there's enormous strength in those that choose to stay in situations that don't make them happy. Yes, there's enormous strength. The thing is, is that most times it's hard to have your partner on board with you because it's sad, you know, I don't want to fucking be the fucking bearer of bad news, but a lot of the times you guys manipulated your partners to be in this relationship anyway. A lot of you are literally hanging out with people that were supposed to be reasons and lessons. Like, they were never supposed to be lifetime. You guys just fucking got scared. Everyone got scared. Everyone found something. It was a little bit comfortable. And if you wasn't scared, you got comfortable quick. And you didn't give yourself an opportunity to get anything else. 
So you ended up forcing relationships that you knew damn well should have been over. Damn well should have been over. But you forced it, forced it, forced it, forced it, forced it until the point where you're like, this, this, you know, you're all the person knows. That's the thing about being humans, right? We're always going to do what's best for each other, for ourselves, right? We're always going to do what's best for ourselves. So we're in these situations. We pretend what the other person wants. We pretend to be what the other person wants, right? Because we're just trying to figure it the fuck out, right? And while we're figuring it out, we're just pretending. We're faking until we fucking make it. And some of us fake wives, we fake husbands, we fake being fathers, like we fake being, like we just fake it till we make it. Like we're just like, fuck it, I'm gonna be here until something better comes up. Cause we're always looking for something better. That's just, that's, that's just what the fuck we do. And then what happens is, is that when one person actually finds something better and the other one didn't, oh, now you're fucked. Because now you want to move on, but you manipulated the other person to stay all those years. You told that person you loved them, and you told that person y'all was going to fucking travel the world, and y'all was going to build a house, and build another one, and do, like, you lied. All to buy yourself time while you was looking for the next best thing. And you're not wrong for looking for the next best thing, because we're all, again, self-actualizing. We're all looking for what's best for ourselves, right? And we have that animal instinct that we're born alone. So we naturally hunt alone. But then we have these th these beliefs, right? They don't know, but I'm married. How can you think alone? You got to think for, for, for the other one. So we pretend, right? We fit the bill that the other person wants us to be. Oh, no, she wants me to be a husband. And a husband answers things like this. And a husband does things like this. And, you know, a boyfriend always stays with his girlfriend. And he's loyal to her. And he agrees to everything she says. And women like... For guys to listen to them so i got i might as well be the kind of person that listens to everything because all women like that right so then you just start just you start like fitting these roles to get what you want but then when it's all over and it's not even who you are that's why they say the honeymoon stage at last like six months right six to nine months that's when you know that's when you really know somebody well that's the shit that i know now or they say, or sometimes they say, you don't know someone until you move in. Well, that's the shit that I know now. That's not a fucking lie. Like, you really don't know who you're dating. Like, you have no fucking clue who you're dating. It's an interesting journey, single or not, you know, being with someone or not, father or not. You know, it's all tough decisions that we make. And, you know, do we put ourselves first or do we put other people first? Do we, you know, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I don't... I don't know. I know that we should do what's best for ourselves always. I lead with that. Just lead with love. But just know that there is tremendous strength in all sides of the story. There's tremendous strength in being single. There's tremendous strength in being with someone. Tremendous strength in staying and making a relationship last. And there's, you know, tremendous strength in being able to walk away and say, no, nah, I can do better. You ever wonder how you pick up a certain pen and it makes you write neater? You ever notice like some pens make you write a certain way, some pens make you write another way? And then when you find that perfect pen, you look at it, you stop, you're like, oh, I like this pen, right? And then that pen makes you want to write nicer, right? You even like tear up the fucking the pen. Like if you make a mistake, you're like, no, 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 it doesn't even look good. Oof. And you want to start all over because that pen is writing the way you want your 
stay with me guys because that pen is is uh it's portraying your your signature, your penmanship, the way you want it, right? It's giving you that that look that you're like, damn, I knew I could write nice. I like the way my eyes look when I write this pen, right? I feel like that's what dating is something sort of like. That's the analogy that I give datings. It's like, there's a lot of pens, right? There's a lot of guys, a lot of pens, and they all make me feel a certain way. But I'm looking for that right pen that makes me want to be better, Right, it makes me want to write better because my penmanship is good now, right? But that right pen will make you want to write the whole book over. That right pen will make you want to buy a new notebook for that right pen. I feel like that's what my partner signifies to me. Like my perfect partner is going to make me want to look better. It's going to make me want to be better. Like I'm going to put him on for size and I'm going to be like, damn. This guy is really going to make me just want to like just be better because look at him. And I'm already good the way I am. But he makes me want to like sh dot my eyes and cross my T's, you know. That perfect pen. That's what I'm looking for, you know. <laughs> but that was a cute analogy. That pen thing like came across to me the other day as I was writing out the show. And I found the pen and I'm like, damn, this pen is fly. And I was just like, you know, like tapping on it. Like I know this means something. But I, as you know, as we're sitting here and we're talking about, you know, you know, strength and people letting go and cracking jokes and all this. And yeah, that's, that's, it just came to me. Like, that's exactly, you know, how I see it, you know? Dating ain't for the week, but you know what? Neither is marriage. And that's the shit that I know now. Life, the way it's just laid out, <laughs> all of it, all of it has its challenges. All of it presents its beautiful blessings and all of it gives us is challenging and nobody's journey is better nobody's journey is worse we're all in this together legit 100 <laughs> percent. like we're all in this together and the more that we the more time we spend loving each other and connecting and less criticizing less comparing you know like let a joke be a joke it's not that serious and not everything doesn't always have to you know apply to everyone and that's the thing about this platform i gotta be honest with you is sometimes it gets sensitive you know sometimes i want to crack more jokes but it's like i don't want to offend anyone because that's the times that we're living in right we're living in times where it's just high sensitivity everyone's freaking offended you can't talk about religion you can't talk about politics you know money's a problem everything is like i mean there's there's damn there possibly a war that's about to brew right that's brewing up intentions are high you know and so when i come on this platform i'm always very cautious like if i'm cracking too many jokes i'm like whoa 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 let me fall back because somebody might take me serious <laughs> somebody might think i'm actually throwing shots when i'm not when i'm not i just see it all as you know it's just a beautiful story like everyone just has a beautiful story and we're allowed to laugh at that you know we're allowed to not take life so serious because at the end of the day, you know my motto, this is a game, baby. This is all a game. And if you're going to take it serious, well, you're going to do that on your own. You're not going to do it out of my time. Not on my time. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, I've been practicing that I don't care. Have you guys been practicing that? It's been hard, you know, because I realize that the things that I really, truly don't care about were actually things that I really fucking pretended to care about. Like I legit pretended all my life to care about shit. And now when shit happens, I'm like, oh, wait a minute, I don't care. You know, like other people's opinions, I really don't care. I really don't care. 
that's crazy like i was never like that like i was always so worried so concerned right like oh no i'm gonna be perfect and i don't want nobody to think i'm ghetto and i don't want nobody to think i'm i'm this i don't want nobody to think i'm dan and i don't have a temper right because every everything is a stigma when you're a woman or when you're anyone everything is a stigma right but some of the some of the labels that stuck to me um as i grew were an album puerto rican by by race, right? Is that race Hispanic? By nationality? By whatever. I'm Puerto Rican, and um, yeah. So we're we're loud, right? We're beautiful, right? So that's one of the good stigmas. It's like, oh, you know, Puerto Rican women are beautiful. Yeah, that's nice. But then, what if you're not beautiful? Or by or what if you don't think that you're just gonna fuck up, right? Like. <laughs> everybody's beautiful but what if you're what if you don't fit that bar that makes you feel less of a less of a person right but so some of the stigmas is like oh you know puerto rican women are beautiful so that made me always feel like i needed to keep a certain par like i had to always be in the gym and, and always maintain a certain figure because puerto rican women are beautiful you know and but we're loud and we're violent <laughs> and we're irrational and uh, they, they use uh, one word to sum that all up. They call it spicy, right? Oh, they're spicy. Men find us to be very passive, right? In relationships, Puerto Rican women are known to be passive as far as just like, yeah, putting up with just, like Puerto Rican women are known for putting up with a fucking, with, with a bad relationship. Like, we're known for that. Like, I, like men historically beat the shit out of us in the 80s and so many women stayed, um, and drug use went rapid and so many women stayed and you know women that's where the role of the woman changed in the hispanic american household it's like in puerto rico we were raised um to be caregivers and in the home but when we got here this motherfucker started using drugs and beating the shit out of us so we had to become mothers and we had to become you know workers as well and and we had to put food on the table and so whatever it's a whole nother thing but the labels behind being puerto rican have not are not easy to subside you know and and they have they, they've haunted me for many fucking years like for many years i didn't even even the way my voice sounded i always felt like i wasn't worthy because i have this amazing accent or because i sound like quote unquote a new Yorican, and i always felt like oh nobody wants that and i can't talk and all this other stuff but yeah, it turns out that all that is a fucking lie and it's in my head. It turns out that I'm fucking amazing. It turns out that I'm nothing like anyone else because no one is just like anyone else. We do carry those traits, right? Because some of it is in our culture, right? Some of it is in our blood. Some of it is just the way we're wired, right? So we are maybe just a little bit more, whatever whatever it may be, you know? Um, and And that's okay. You know, it doesn't mean that you're exactly like someone else. It's okay. Like, you don't, I don't have to be perfect. And I just figured that out. You know, like, I don't have to be perfect. Like, it's okay. It's okay. What I have to do is be respectful. What I have to do is learn how to communicate with people. What I have to do is put my emotions in check because not everyone's going to deal with that. But if someone thinks that I'm something and someone wants to perceive me as something, that's okay. I don't care. I don't care. It's not my job to prove you different. It's not my job to conduct myself differently so you can see me differently. Like it, none of that is on me. That's on if you're if you're a person that believes in stigmas and labels and stereotypes and races and all that. That's who you are. Then, if you can't give an opportunity for someone to show them to show themselves to you, then that's who you are. That's not on me. And so I don't care. Your vibe causing your tribe, and sometimes 
I'm not vibing in the in the best place, right? I'm only human. And so sometimes I end up taking those laps, right? And I take those 10 days, 11 days, and I try to get myself together because I'm like, all right, when I come back, I'm gonna come back even stronger because I know that whatever I'm going through is, is teaching me something. It's a lesson. <clears throat> I piece it together and then I come in and I share it with y'all. And sometimes I don't share it directly. Like I don't say, hey, this is what happened to me because who the hell wants to sit on a show with me telling you exactly what happened to me? But I'll cut it up and I shoot it back at you guys. And hopefully my lessons become your lessons and <clears throat> we learn to grow from it because there's not one way to skin a cat, right? And I think that the more knowledge we share with each other, the better off we're gonna be, you know, and especially if we're handling things from a, a higher point, you know, especially when when you're not blaming, when you're taking accountability, when you're loosening the grips of life, right? When you're just letting go of control and surrendering. And sometimes that could be fun. So I go I hope as always I hope you guys are enjoying it as much as I am. Because this shit has been a fucking journey. You ever go to a party and you're like, oh, she's from Brooklyn. <laughs> New Yorkers could do that, by the way. It's the oddest thing. It's like New York City is divided in five boroughs and we can legit call each other out. Like, yo, that's Harlem right there. Brooklyn. <laughs> and BX always stands strong because Bronx is always the thug. <laughs> if you're from the Bronx, you always the, the, the grainy one. Is, that's easy. It's from the Bronx. The pretty one, easy. is Brooklyn. The one with the money is the city. It's, 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 it's for my head. You mean he got the bottles for my head? I feel bad for Queens and Staten Island, but y'all already know, y'all you know what time it is. Tall, tall tales of New York City. And as you get older, you realize that none of that shit matters. It don't fucking matter where you from, where you brought up at, none of it matters. The only thing that matters is that we here and the reasons why we here. You know, when you look into your circles and your locations, like, yo, why am I here? I'm here, I'm here, I'm here with my family, I'm here, I'm here at work, I'm here, I'm here with these people in a conference, I'm here, I'm here on vacation. I'm talking to the bodega guy, you know, cause it all has purpose. And I get it, for those of you that are that are confused, I got something special for you guys, that are confused, I don't know if you should stay or you should go, and you just like, yo, this, this girl T came in here today, she dropped that, and it's like, I don't even know, like, I don't know how strong I am. Like I don't know where I stand in in this mix. I um through my own personal experiences, I was able to gather seven motherfucking signs that you are falling out of love um, with your partner. So I hope you guys are ready, and I hope you enjoy them. So I got seven signs that you are falling out of motherfucking love with your partner, right? Number, and this is not like. And this is just seven. I don't have like the, the number one reason. Unless you want me to do it like that. I can do it like that. All right. Number seven. <laughs> number seven. Uh, you do not respect them. And by respect for them, I mean respect for their relationship and respect for them. Uh, if you're with someone that you do not respect, like you out here flirting and... You're not even claiming this person. You're taking your ring off, or you just selling people. Or you have a fake profile, and you know you don't you're selling people. You, you don't have respect for their relationship. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure you. I'm not sure you. You love them. You know, if you're not claiming them, if you got somebody that's a secret, and you're not taking them nowhere, you're not. They're not worthy to be seen out here, but you loving on them. Like mm, that's not respect. So if you don't got respect for your partner, I'm gonna take that as number seven. 
Number six, um, they stop prioritizing the relationship or you stop prioritizing the relationship. This is like seven signs. So it's either your partner doing them or you're doing them. But this is just seven things to look out for. Like if you're the one doing it, then you're the one doing it. But if you stop prioritizing the relationship, like you stop like no more date nights, you know, no more you know, late night conversations or whatever it was that made your relationship. No more, you know, grinding. Bumping and grinding Whatever it was that That made your relationship thrive When all that stops Yeah Number five You stop picturing the future With that person Like if you legit see yourself And it's not with that person In the future Like what the fuck Are you manifesting Like <laughs> Like what are you legit To be doing Legit Like you're just Like wow Okay We're gonna move on from that Number four you are more attracted to other people. Like if you with your partner and your neck is constantly moving and the eyes is moving left, right, left, right, up, down, up, down. You know, like if you sitting next to your chick watching TV and you scrolling through your phone, looking at random people from fucking from the internet, like I don't know what to tell you. Disrespectful is what you are. Number three. <laughs> It's probably eight signs. I'm pretty sure I lost count somewhere. You spend less time with them. You spend less and less time with them. When you guys started off, y'all was always together. And as of late, y'all just catch each other on a Saturday or on a Tuesday for coffee. You know, you're just doing that bare minimum to make sure that neither one of you can complain because you're you're prioritizing the relationship. Or at least you're you're pretending to prioritize the relationship. So, yeah, you start spending less. When you or them start spending less time with you. Number three. I'm sure I said number three already. Number three. You guys don't communicate that much. Like when you literally confide in someone else and you find communication with someone else, when you literally have less and less in common, which is understandable depending on the length of your relationship because people are ever-changing and ever-evolving. I've always said that. And so when you start with someone very young, it is common to go apart because you don't even know who you are. You know, you end up growing into a different person. So these things are common. And yes, there are ways for you to stay together and grow together. But sometimes when it doesn't happen, you know, you feel bad. You end up looking at each other and you're like, whoa, I know I made a deal with you. But damn, like, I didn't, I didn't think I was going to be a different person. And it's it, it, it sounds like it's fucked up. Society portrays it to be fucked up. But is it really fucked up? Like, I don't know. You guys, you guys be the judge. And number two, you notice more and more flaws. Oh, that was the number one reason. Damn it, the number was wrong. Hold on. So the number two. (laughs) Number one, scratch that, scratch that, scratch that. (laughs) The number one reason is you notice more flaws. Like, they can't even walk by you without you saying something. Like, they annoy the hell out of you. They snore. They chew. They fart. Everything just annoys you. And you just, the way they laugh and the way they think and the way they put things together just annoys you. Yeah, guys, you may be falling out of love, you know. And uh, what you do with that information is fucking solely up to you. I am just a messenger. And, um, yeah, that's the tea. And as we keep moving along, the journey is going to get easier. I know each and every one of you are doing a better job at identifying your thoughts. I know each and every one of you are doing a better job at catching yourself before you're losing your temper. I know each and every one of you are actually thinking about your future. You're figuring it out. How do you want to show up? 
And while those decisions are really hard to make, I know that figuring it out, thinking about them, contemplation, pre-contemplation, those are all the first steps of changes. So congratulations to you guys because you're there. And I definitely have some homework for you guys. Hold up. Let me check. Let me check my little box of notes here. And I do. I do. So for this week, for the next seven days, ten days, however long it takes me to get my shit together this week, I um, I think we should take some time, right, to complete a task that we normally rush through. And only you guys know what that is, but... um. Anything that you're normally rushing through, take your time and complete it. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the now. Don't rush through things because all we have is now. And all we have is this moment. So rushing through things to get to the next moment, it's it's a way to live. But it's not the only way to live. And as you take your time and you work through things, don't think about them. I'm not saying take your time so you can boggle your mind down more with more problems, more scenarios, more outcomes, more solutions, more. No, just relax. Enjoy the now. Sit in a place of gratitude. Sit in a place of satisfaction because that's what gratitude is, right? Gratitude is a place of satisfaction. Telling yourself it's okay right now. So sit there and enjoy it. It's okay. It's okay to be alone. It's okay to not have money for lunch. It's okay to whatever. Whatever's not okay with you right now, I guarantee you that it is okay. If you allow yourself to just be there, if you open up your heart and just know that we don't serve a punishing universe. We don't serve a punishing God, right? Like we're not, this is not some sort of of punishment, their lessons so enjoy your lessons all right guys that's all for me i'm getting out of here i hope it resonated with you i hope you caught something if it was meant for you it was meant for you and if it didn't apply let it fly i'm wishing you guys lots of light and love and i'm sending you all my heart and i hope that you guys take care of it for the next couple of days remember that at the very least if you can't stop thinking think about something good the key here is to catch the thoughts Right. If you if you're rewinding your TVs back, if you're reading and you have to keep going back, it's because you're thinking of something else. So catch yourself. Catch yourself rewinding the show. Catch yourself going back to what you was reading. Catch yourself. What are you really thinking about in those moments? Why are you not present? And work through them. And I'll be here <laughs> to work through them with you. That is all that I have for you guys. Don't forget, if you have any ideas, you want to come down, be a part of the show, let me know. Um, We have some at-home COVID tests here, if you're afraid of that kind of thing. Or if you want to catch me online, you know, my audios are always up and down, so I'm down to do an online thing. And I do have a project coming up with a fellow podcaster that I have not forgotten about. She's a beautiful young lady and has a story to tell. And she's going to come on and tell it with us. We're going to share some ideas. She has a podcast out. You guys could go check it out. It's called... It's called My Journey Within, and it's out on Anchor and Spotify, so you guys could go and check that out, get prepared so you see what she's about. Um, it's a very similar, it's a, it's, it's a similar swag, so I can't wait to have her here, and yeah, we gotta look forward to that. The rest of you, stay strong, man. Stay strong, make your decisions. I see you soon. I'm out of here. I don't have too many goodbyes. I'm always around, right? You already know how to find me. It's your girl, T. I'm out of here. Cheer. But I can't go because I always have a message. Don't forget to dream big, guys. Dream big. Don't worry. 
worry less, dream more. Okay? Fuck what your parents said. Your imagination is golden. It was it was the key to it all. All right, now I'm out of here. <laughs> I love you guys. Peace. That's it for today's show. It's your girl T giving you the tea. I hope you join me next time on The Shit I Know Now. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. And if you have any show ideas, be sure to send them over to www.theshitiknownow.com. 